Welcome everyone to a very special episode. Today we're going to be talking about, well, the title of the show, Grasping at Straws or What to Do When Pride Fails. And I'm being joined by Magister Frost. How are you, my friend? Just fine, thank you. How are you doing? I'm great. It's been a while since we've seen each other. It's good to see you. It has too long. Yeah, well, we've got a lot to cover today and we've got a lot of fun to be had, I suspect, uh, because we're going to be talking about a very interesting conversation uh interesting topic i think but first let me give a quick shout out to everyone in the chat room we've had people in here um for a very long time i think since i announced it so uh tex wes william jeff and jeff uh robert misty christopher Dwayne, mick valeria david zachary how you doing Thanks for joining us. And anyone else who joins in after the fact, if I don't see or I can't mention in your name or anything. Oh boy, I think I just lost a bunch of people. Jared, Stephanie, how you doing? Uh, Shane, Lilith, how are you, my dear? Robert, what up? Norman Bloat, how you doing? All right, that's enough for now. We're going to get to the topic at hand. Uh, this is interesting because this is a conversation that I think everyone has uh, because we're forced to have the conversation. Um, and it's a sort of a two-parter. We're going to be focusing on the second part. But as a Satanist, um, you inevitably are going to be forced with the realization that the religion was written and codified um, through the Church of Satan as an organization by the founder, Magus Anton Xander LeVay. That's the reality of it. And so you're forced with an opportunity of being an individual Satanist and moving about your life, or considering joining the said organization. Once you decide to join, if you decide to join, then you're forced to have conversations and interactions, and you're not really even forced, but most people end up doing it anyway, having interactions with other Satanists. And the outcomes of those interactions can lead to a great many other outcomes. One potential is leaving the organization either on good terms or bad, either willingly or not as willingly. And so there's a lot of myriad of options that go into that. And so we're going to break those down and we're going to have an open and honest conversation. So if you in the chat have any questions or comments or thoughts, whether you think they're polite or not, I welcome you to put them out there and we will, as adults, have the conversation and be open and honest about it. Does that sound good to you, Mr. Frost? That sounds perfect. All right. So... I want to start by saying, though this was not my idea, I think this is a great idea of having this show. So thank you so much for thinking of me when you were uh, initially thinking about the show. <laughs> of course, there was no one else I could think of that I would rather have done it with. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, okay, so let's start. I'll take responsibility for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's his fault. That's why I said it. <laughs> my fault. Uh, no, let's start from the beginning and, and just ask, um, and though you and I have probably had this conversation before in one of our many conversations prior, but for the sake of the audience and for the sake of the broader conversation, why did you join the organization, the Church of Satan? Uh, yes, um, we did cover this <laughs> in the interview number one. Um, when I was, again, back uh, when I was 12, 13 years old, I got a hold of the Satanic Bible read the book thoroughly, noticed that I saw myself within the book. Not that it taught me anything, not that it showed me any great truth. It showed me that there are other people out there that think like I do. Mm -hmm. That 
um, epiphany led me to dig deeper into the philosophy. It led me to dig deeper into the organization that had the, you know, the man who wrote the philosophy mm-hmm. um, in a book. And throughout the years, up until I was 16 years old, um, it gave me great pride and it gave me what I was looking for. I was looking for the fact that I wasn't the only person who thought this. I wasn't the only person in the world who was like this. And I wanted to meet other people like me Um, because obviously my conversations with Christians are, you know, as productive as they always are. (laughs) Yeah. You know, aren't exactly going to be fulfilling or wonderfully, you know, beneficial. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I found out that, you know, the organization exists, the Church Mm -hmm. of Satan. I eventually found the address for the Church of Satan in the back of, I believe, the Satanic Witch, um, back when it was an orange cover. Mm -hmm. And um, so I wrote them, and I got the packet of information. I read through the packet and went, oh, look, I can actually become a member of this organization, which wasn't necessarily my idea or my my goal Mm -hmm. but it it went to the fact that okay so this guy wrote a book you know he he got the information out there he's got an organization that is actually trying to make it easier for people like us to live in the world that is run by christians Mm -hmm. uh you know upon doing all of the the research of what he's done with his life and you know, all the media attention, getting the information out there, I gained great respect for him. That he put himself out there to make it easier for me to walk down the street as a Satanist, Mm -hmm. not hiding and pretending I'm a Christian so I don't get stoned to death. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, okay, I can become a member of this organization. I can give them my money. And I did. But it wasn't because I wanted to be a member. I gave them my money, understanding that, you know, an organization, it costs money to run it. Uh, mm-hmm. That's by default. Um, but it was the pride that I took in that. It was the respect that I had for them doing what they do. You know, all the, the administration um, for me mm-hmm. as Satanist. So it, you don't become a member to become a member. You become a member for the respect, um, for the pride that you have in a being a Satanist. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to. I mean, that that really is the whole point. You, the The choice is yours. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be a member. Um, yeah, and, and my story was uh, a little bit similar to yours, where it was very much a situation where, as soon as I joined the military, and this was circa nineteen ninety eight ish. Um, and I actually had some money in order to join. It just made sense to join. One, I want to be associated with the religion, like the, 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 the creating organization, the codifying organization of the religion that I recognize within myself. Why would I not want to be a part of that? And then also just to, you know, tip my hat and say thank you for doing what you've done and doing what you're continuing to do for the past 50 odd years at this point, um, you know, by 
defining and defending the religion that every Satanist, whether they're members or not, is benefiting from. If it weren't for the presence of the organization, or to your point, um, the doctor having created this in the first place, there's no way we would be legally able or safely able to declare who and what we are if that's a choice we want to make. And again, not everyone has to declare that they're Satanist one, but then join the organization too. So, and there's, I'm sure, you know, I've been doing interviews of Satanists. I've been conducting them and producing them for going on nine years. And every one of them has a very similar statement to why they join. Um, there are some people who through, uh, I mean, just affection, uh, through accomplishment, are given a, a honorary title and made honorary members. And this has happened through the history of the organization. But more often than not, it's the individual making a choice to throw their hat in the ring and climb under that tent flap, as it were. Um, and so can we briefly talk about your experience of, of what you've seen within the organization for all of these years? And, and we don't have to spend much time on this, but is there any overlying sense you get as being affiliating yourself as a member? Like, what does it give you as an individual Satanist or what do you take away from it? Uh, well, being a member gives me the pride that, you know, I am, you know, supporting the organization that has done all of these things for so many years. Um, that gives me the ability to walk down the street with my Baphomet shirt on and, you know, not be huddled around a billion people and they're all screaming at me. <laughs> um, which I've seen. Yeah, it's throwing great. rocks. Yes, throwing rocks at you because that's what would have happened. Because, I, I mean, in the early years of the organization, I mean, there was a reason why they had to put a gate around the Black House. I mean, mm -hmm. it well documented at the people that were protesting outside of it and doing it really, you know, mean things that are anti-Christian, but they're Christian. Yeah. As long as it's in the name of their religion, it kind of, yeah. you know, they feel like it makes it okay. It works. Yeah. <laughs> we're born with it. I'll stone you. It's good. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's it, it's really, yeah, it, it's showing respect. It's showing pride. It's showing support. Um, and then by being a member, it allows you to add to that support. Mm. You could now, you know, officially do things to help, you know, writing books, essays, you know, whatever, getting stuff out there to the world so people can understand what our religion is about and not what they think it's about. Because mm -hmm. uh, one, yeah, you just tell them, yeah, I'm a Satanist, they're automatically going to think you sacrifice babies and, you know, you go around with devil horns on and, and, you know, you do bad things in people's houses, you know, with whatever. I have been known to wear devil horns, to be fair. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I think I've worn them once. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, it's the visualization. It's fun. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, like everyone says, it, you know, it's it's you don't join to be a joiner. It, it was never an organization built for that. Right. But if you've got something to contribute, you can join. If there's something you want to contribute, you mm -hmm. should join. 
Yeah. Um, it's just respect. Yeah, it's, it, I think it's, it's an opportunity, uh, to your point, uh, to exactly what you just said. It's an opportunity to, if not just help support the organization through the price of membership, express yourself as a Satanist, um, as a member of the organization. And let's be honest, um, though I don't know anyone who joined for this reason, there is a little bit of borrowed equity as an individual, if for no one else, for yourself, in affiliating with the Church of Satan. First of all, to just recognize that I'm a Satanist and everyone everywhere tells you that you're evil and you're bad and you're wrong, and yet it doesn't feel that way. You relish that a little bit. It kind of makes you feel kind of good that everyone is looking at you a certain way. And that doesn't really affect your life in any significant way, but it's there. It's a part of it. And so being associated with the organization that created, that codified the religion, you're like, oh shit, now that's, that's some added, uh, added equity there. I'm, I'm super bad now. Again, this does not affect you in any way. It's just a little, little head games that we have for ourselves, a little bit of pride. And if you get recognized for your real world accomplishments and you're granted a title in the organization, doesn't give you anything, but it feels fucking good that someone else in the world, someone that you respect, someone that you may look up to, has seen what you've done and finds it of value. That feels good. And so, again, you're not getting, uh, I don't know, like video game levels of power. You're not unlocking secrets, but it does feel good. And so I understand if for no other reason, just that, that, you know, I, I like being a member because it feels good. I feel good about myself being affiliated with the organization. Now, it's great being recognized, I gotta say. <laughs> That's great. But again, you don't really get anything out of it. So no. I, yeah. I think that's the biggest misconception that people have from the outside is they think if I join the organization, I'm going to get this secret something. I'm going to get this, this power or something like that. No, not really. It's kind of just in your head and, and that's, that's it. Exactly. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's always strange to me when you run across people who join so that they can, and this has been a case for all of the history of the organization, uh, where they'll join because they want to partake in rituals with naked ladies, or they want to participate in satanic orgies, or, or be a part of the Black Mass, or, you know, do these, like, super cool things that look super awesome from the outside, or, uh, you know, I'm going to make friends because I'm lonely. I just want to become a part of this organization so I can, you know, hobnob with other people, and hopefully they'll be my friend. Uh, some some recent detractors, uh, you know, recent within the past year or so, um, uh, two years or so, if memory serves, it's a very similar situation where it's it's like, uh, look, I don't have friends in the organization. Why can't I have friends? I joined, and the friends didn't show up. Well, it's Satanism, so you kind of got to look in the mirror for that. Like, you, it, chances are it's you. If you can't make friends, it's lesser magic 101 making friends. If that's all you want to do, one, I think it's the wrong reason to join an organization. But if that's the reason you joined, then you're doing it wrong. There's no yeah. other way to say it if you can't make friends. But again, it's not the point. Not the point. And that, like, it's always funny when people are like, um, 
uh, I joined the organization to make friends and I realized that I don't have the friends that are dear to me that I thought I was going to have and we just don't laugh. The fuck are you talking about? Like my friends and I laugh uh, when it's normal to laugh. Like we don't walk around holding hands and hopping up and down and having tickle fights. Like I don't know what you mean. <laughs> like... It, I, I, okay, so I digress. I'm going off on a, a bit of a tangent. It's a little silly, a little strange, but if you can't make friends, that's kind of on you. Don't join an organization to make friends because that's just not, that's not the case. And if you're a Satanist, you're given tools to make friends. What the fuck? <laughs> Lesser magic, people. Look it up. <laughs> okay, so um, let's talk about reasons why people leave the COS then because there's, Tons of reasons why people are going to join. Hey, you know what? Here's a quick exercise for people in the chat. Uh, why did you join the organization? Let us know. For the sake of the posterity of the video, for people coming in after the fact that haven't watched it live, let us know what made you decide to join or what made you decide not to join. If you're a Satanist who identifies as a Satanist and you had the opportunity but you decided not to, I'm curious. I would like to know. Does it not interest you? Do you not like to join any organizations? Is it the smell of the car that picks you up when you're granted your horn and tail when you join? I don't know. Some people don't like that new car smell. <laughs> people are going to be like, that's real? They do that? Um, okay, so let's talk about reasons. Uh, what are some reasons that you think people leave the Church of Satan? Well, it, definitely in, in a lot of cases for what you, you touched on as to why they join the organization, they also leave the organization for mm -hmm. that reason. Is, yeah, the joining the organization, the only thing it gets you, and I mean, this is barely, gets you a foot in the door. What you do from it from there is 100% up to you. Mm-hmm. It, that, and that's how it is. It, it, it's not an organization where you have to do specific things to get certain things or to raise in rank or, you know, you have to read this book, take this test, pay this extra fee, bam, now you're this. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people, they join it because that's what they think is going to happen. Or they join because they think that they're going to get to hobnob with celebrities who are in the organization or they are going to get, you know, record contracts or, you know, um, artistic, you know, venues, galleries, showings, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and as they get in the organization and they progress and they start waiting for this stuff to happen, um, or they, you know, don't have the lesser magic skills to make it happen, um, they get disappointed. They're like, oh, wow, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. I saw all these, you know, interviews and all this stuff on TV and in these magazines of, you know, Dr. LeVay doing all of these wonderful rituals with all of these beautiful naked women and blah, blah, and I haven't seen a single bit of that. No one's invited me to any of that. Mm -hmm. I've joined. So I paid my money. Yeah. And yeah, then they get, oh, man. And so they go join something else that actually has all that crap. Pay 25 <laughs> bucks more, you get to hang out with this naked woman. Uh you know, it's money-making schemes, whatever. Yeah. But that's one of the reasons they're going to leave is, oh, wow, I'm not getting out of it what I thought I would get out of it. Mm -hmm. It's you get out of it what you put into it. You get out of it what you make happen through your understanding of the core philosophy of Satanism 
and the use of lesser magic, greater magic, you know, whatever you need to do, if you want something out of it, if you want something out of Satanism in general, you just live the philosophy. Mm-hmm. Don't expect things to be handed to you. I and think, then, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, you can go ahead. I was going to say that that's, I think, one of the most important things. And it, it's the reason why so many of us always fall back on this simple phrase, responsibility the responsible. Um, you make your own way in life. You have to take responsibility for your successes and, it hurts, your failures. And that's part of being not just an adult. It's essential to being a successful adult. The, I mean, this is above and beyond Satanism as a religion, just in life, you have to accept responsibility, good and bad, and learn from it, good and bad. I think that's one of the reasons why people also don't end up lasting in the organization, whether it's their choice or whether it's not their choice. They don't take responsibility for their actions. And the, the, the worst side of that is that they, more often than not, don't understand that premise. They'll say the words, they believe it's important, but they don't understand what it means. And so they don't see that they're not taking responsibility. They try to place blame on everyone else. Well, they made me do it, or they're not understanding me correctly. Or look, you don't have people meet you on your terms. You meet people on the terms that they expect to be met. That's lesser magic. And if you don't understand that, You either need to study or you need to get the fuck out because you don't know what you're doing and you're making everyone else around you look bad. Um, Responsibility, man. It's it's such an important part of everything in life. And it's a core tenant of Satanism. And you wouldn't, I wouldn't think, and I want to get to this next, think that you would be a non-Satanist in the Church of Satan. But guess what? (laughs) Over the history of the Church of Satan, it happens. Now, I'm not putting up a Lippmann's test here, but for the sake of the discussion, I do want to touch on the idea that there are people who read the Satanic Bible and they believe at that moment that they read it in their lives that it resonates with them. And they believe that they are Satanists. Some people discover that they actually were never a Satanist and they realize that they're on the wrong path. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're not a Satanist and you believed you were at one point in your life, fine. Admit that what you are, whatever it is, and just move on. And some people leave the organization that way. Um, I always laugh whenever you run across people who say, I'm no longer a Satanist, but I was. Because the truth is, you never fucking were. You either are or you aren't. It's not. I've never understood that idea that, oh, no, I, I, I did identify and I was but now I've changed and I'm not. Well, here's the reality with Satanism. It's a carnal religion about who and what you are. If you accept the truth of that, then you either are or you aren't. That's simple. Have you run into that? Yeah, that's why doctors always stated, you are born a Satanist. You're not made a Satanist. You can, like with anything, you can sit down and you can study the philosophy cover to cover, read the Satanic Bible, memorize it. Mm-hmm. And you can walk in and appear that you are a Satanist because you can say all the right words. Mm-hmm. But with anything, after a period of time, th- you know, the truth is going to come out because your core philosophy isn't Satanism. 
Mm-hmm. You're just a nice, pretty shell that you're, you know, you've got the, the costume of the Satanist on and you've got through the door, mm-hmm. but you can't wear the costume the entire time. Eventually people are going to see through it. Yeah. And that's what happens to some of the people is, yeah, they may walk in thinking they, they want to be a Satanist. Oh, I, that is what I want the most in life is to be a Satanist. I want to live like those people. Mm-hmm. And you walk in and you do your stuff and I'm a Satanist, woohoo! And then people start to call you on it because you're not doing, you're not living life as a Satanist. You're not, you know, representing yourself in the way a Satanist would. Mm-hmm. And you're going to run into a lot of people that are going to start calling you on your bullshit. And hey, you know, we're starting to see these things and this and that. You know, your 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 armor's starting to tarnish, and a lot of people either they're going to run into the fact that I want to be a Satanist so bad, I'm going to fight this. Right. Because I am a Satanist, so you're wrong. You know, you, the people who have been in this organization for decades and <laughs> yeah, done yeah. And whatever, you are wrong because I've only been here for a year. Yeah, but, or like straight up calling out administration. Like, you don't yeah. know what Satanism is. Don't know what Satanism is. Just Damn it. Running the organization, but all right. <laughs> Almost the entire existence of the organization, but you are wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. Unbelievable. Yeah, and that's where ego gets and gets you into trouble. But mm. uh, so they're they're going to be. Oh my God, I'm being called out. I'm being. People just think I'm wrong. There, th- this isn't what I expected, and I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. But the the problem with a lot of that cases is is they get so butthurt to use the term of a better word, Mm -hmm. um, they have to leave in a very loud way. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the respectful thing to do is you walk in, you think you're a Satanist, just like you said, and you come to find out you're not one, and maybe you were a little confused, or, you know, Wicca was your thing that you wanted to do more. Um, You can bow out. You can leave, and you don't have to do a thing. You don't even have to send in a resignation letter. You can just walk away mm-hmm. and just walk away quietly. Go do your thing. That's it's your life. But for you to have to, you know, leave in a loud way, um, you know, yelling, you know, profanities and things about the people who called you out or, you know, they're wrong and you're right. It, it, it's such a, I don't know what the word. I mean, it's trip. childish. It's bad form. Yeah, um, it's, it's very, form. very juvenile. Attention grabbing. Yeah, it's it's like you can't even leave without grabbing attention because you mm-hmm. want it so bad and you didn't get it in the organization, or at least you didn't get positive attention. Yeah. Well, and that's that's another thing I wanted to touch on because you know we touched on the idea that uh, people leave because uh, they're just not getting uh, the praise that they expect to get. You know, you think you're a super bad. You read the Satanic Bible and you see that you are your own God. You can control the world around you if you just apply some simple tenets outlined for you. You are the alien elite. You are the highest embodiment of human life. And it goes straight to your noggin. And you walk into the organization that created it. And you're just like, right? Eh? Eh? (laughs) And no one else responds. And you get pissed. You're like, what? But, but you, you, I'm special. Why don't you, I'm special. Why don't you recognize how special I am? 
and then you, in a huff, leave. Now that type of a scenario, that could take a couple of days, that could take years. But for that type of person, it's inevitable. If you're not getting the praise you think you're deserving, and you join an organization to get praise, you're wrong on two counts. <laughs> yeah. That's not why you join an organization, and I hate to break this to you, every single person watching this, you're not special. <laughs> you may be great in your life, but we don't give a fuck about you. You're, like, you have to prove that. You have to prove your worth. You don't just walk in with it on your sleeve. You have to work at it. You have to prove it. Then we'll give you respect. Then we'll give you the praise when we desire to give it, if we desire to give it. You're not owed anything. No. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, we, the organization was here first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so can we talk about the ones that are just absolutely just kicked out? Because that's happened in this organization. Yes. Yeah, so, and, and you're going to run into the, that aspect is, is you're going to run into the people that, yeah, I'm owed this, I'm going to be this, whatever, and they make a mistake, and your wrist gets slapped. And, you know, through the decades that I've been in this organization, um, my wrist has been slapped multiple times mm -hmm. um, for, you know, I, I mean, hell, I joined when I was 16. I was a freaking teenager, for Christ's sake. Um, you know, as a teenager, I do not have the wisdom of the world. Um, <laughs> and, you know, kids make mistakes. I mean, anyone who has a kid or was a kid, which I hope everyone was, um, you make mistakes. That's how you learn. Um, you know, there's things you're not going to, I mean, here's a fun story that I'll tell you that I don't think anyone has known. Um, Magister Parton would probably be the only person that knows this one. Oh, shit. When I was... Secrets, oh people. <laughs> oh, yeah, secrets. It would have been like maybe 23, something like that. Um, I was roommates with a guy, and um, I had the number to the Black House. Hmm. Uh, I was given that number, um, and I was at home one day. This is hope. I was at home one day, and apparently the guy I was living with... <clears throat> had some dealings with some people who were, you know, had guns and things. And um, one day I'm by myself and they walk into the house and put a gun to my head and claim to me that, you know, something had happened and it was my fault. And I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And, you know, I grab the gun and I pull it off my head. And but it, it was a, a frightening interesting situation uh, <laughs> something i was not expecting and i didn't even know who these people were yeah they one minute that you're eating fruit loops and the next minute you got gun to your head yeah and you know started batting off stuff that you know supposedly i had done which i hadn't done it was the roommate hmm. um and so it got me flustered it got me scared it got me excited so being the young kid i was without wisdom i'm like oh my god i could be killed at any point in time from these people who are threatening my life, I need to call the church and tell them that I, my life has been threatened and that they need to know just in case they don't hear from me. Yeah. <laughs> the more you look back at that and you go, oh my God. So it, that's not what the number was given for. Mm -hmm. It's not, you don't call them for any whim, like any problem that I've got. 
I'm just going to pick up the phone and call this number and be like, <laughs> I talked to you about this problem I'm having. It, it's not a support line. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's not, it's stuff like that. So yeah, I was, you know, slapped on the wrist for using the phone number for a situation that was not what it was meant for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was, it, it was a dumb thing to do. And, you know, now I definitely look back at it, but I learned from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they said, you know, this was bad and, you know, whatever. And I didn't just go, oh my God, you gave me the number. I have, <laughs> I can call you whenever I want, you know, 12 o'clock at night and you're going to pick up that phone and listen to my problem. No, no, they're not. And nor should they. Right, right. Yeah, it's not psychic 101. You know, it's not. I'm, Dion Warwick's on the line. Not sex chat, whatever. <laughs> you know, it, it. you're going to get slapped. You're going to make mistakes. We are human. Mm-hmm. That is what happens. It's how you handle that mistake that yes. makes the difference. Yeah. A lot of these people, they don't, they can't handle it because damn it, I was given that number. It's mine. It's my right. Mm -hmm. And then when you keep using it and things happen to you, you get yelled at, you get demoted, you get, you know, eventually kicked out because you don't learn. You're not a Satanist. Mm. You know, I, 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 you, you hit on a point that I got it. I got to touch on as well because, um, at multiple times during my affiliation with the organization, the Church of Satan, uh, I have reached out to administration for one reason or another, whether it's a creative project or whether it's um, uh, uh, disputes or whether it's advice. Um, and on any number of occasions, I have been corrected uh, politely, professionally, but corrected. And it doesn't feel good to realize that you're wrong. But again, as with responsibility, it's important to understand and recognize when you are wrong so that you can learn and grow from that. And yes, it bothers you when you're like, how can you not see things the same way I see them? But you have to just understand that from your perspective, perhaps someone in another perspective has a different point of view. I mean, it's it's so simple that it's like a no-brainer, and yet when we're in the heat of things, we don't see it. And so, of course, you have to be able. Like I had, I, and I, I hope it's okay that I mention this. Um, I was told that I'm not going to give the situation around it, but I'll give you the, the response. Um, I should stop having a superhero complex, and that was immediately like a slap, and I was like, holy. F- Oh my gosh. Like, I did not expect that to be said to me. Uh, But you know what? That's what I cherish in friends and mentors is honesty. And if I'm going to claim that I cherish that, then I have to accept it. And sometimes honesty can sting. Sometimes honesty and reality can hurt. But you have to accept it on reality's terms and grow from it. And if you can't do that, then you're always going to fail in life. Always. And there's people that you see coming in and out of the organization that they come in thinking they're hot shit, they leave thinking they're hot shit, 
and yet they've never actually succeeded in anything. You may have moments where you feel like you're on top or a little bit of Skrilla in your pocket, but in the end, you didn't succeed. You just ebbed and flowed a little bit. If you never succeed in life, how can you possibly claim to be applying the tenets of Satanism? And if you're expecting the organization somehow to support you, you're doing it wrong. We've already covered that base. It's the, and can, let's clarify this. Can you explain to everyone, why does the Church of Satan exist? Like, what is the function of the Church of Satan? The function of the organization was basically to, you know, get the philosophy, I get, well, I mean, it, it's to get the philosophy out there. It's to have it be, oh, I'm going to use the right words here, be a movement right. for... I mean, it has to be a viable reality, right? If you're going to claim that a religion exists, there has to be something in place in order to define and defend that definition so that it's yeah. there for other people to discover and that it's not tarnished down the road. And for the yeah. past 50 odd years, that has been in place. That has been this, the, the core tenant of what the Church of Satan is there for. It's not for you or me or anyone watching this now or later, it's not for us. I mean, we benefit from it, but it's not there to support our endeavors or to hold our hand or to make us feel good about ourselves. It's there for the religion. Yeah. We happen to connect with that religion, but one plus two does not equal four. I mean, we have to understand that fundamentally because if we don't then you're always going to go into these types of discussions completely skewed and misunderstanding the actual point and i can yeah. understand like there's people that come from like wiccan covens or uh you know their high school friends had a little satanic club or you know small s um uh, for those of you who don't understand what i meant there when i reference small s it's people who claim to be satanists but actually aren't satanists they just like the aesthetics or the idea or something like that and they do things that media or other religions claim are satanic but in fact aren't um, for example killing chickens you know uh, raping or whatever uh, things that are completely against the tenets of the religion and yet they believe they are because they've been told that uh so i totally went on such a tangent that i lost my fucking yeah the the, the organization is there is to support the philosophy thank you uh, it, it... <laughs> The administration, the, you know, the central administration, the, the high priest um, is there to make sure that the philosophy does not get skewed. Mm -hmm. uh, the tenants are on track. Right. Uh, you know, it, it's also to make sure that we are represented properly within the media. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, we touch on another topic in the area of, you know, the reason why we titles are not uh given out based on you know being able to buy it or um to work towards these steps to become a priest or a warlock or a witch or you know a magister um they're 
given out based on your understanding of the philosophy mm-hmm. and how you apply it to the real world, how you apply it to your life. Um, but by getting the title, that gives you, it does give you one thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. It gives you the ability in most cases to represent the organization. Mm-hmm. Because you were given that title based upon the fact that we believe that you understand the philosophy and can speak about it. Now, granted, you know, interviews and things like that should definitely be approved by the central administration Mm -hmm. um, before run off and, you know, start sending letters to all of the media. Um, But it does give you that ability to speak for the organization to make sure that we keep the philosophy as it is written, as it is on track. And the organization does that. It it, it stands for that. It's our, it's our support system for the philosophy to the rest of the world. Yeah. And I think that that's one very clear case in which the organization would decide to oust someone, um, either demote them or outright part ways. And because either the individual clearly does not understand what they believed they understood, or they're completely misrepresenting, or they're acting in direct opposition to the organization or the religion. Um, And that, I think, is an important point to understand. There have been members in the past who have just decided, and it's been a mutual thing, look, I just don't see it this way anymore, I'm out, we touched on that already, but sometimes they still think that Satanism is their core religion, they just understand a new way that it needs to go, or a hidden truth that no one else seems to understand, or they heard somewhere that someone said that the doctor believed this, hence he must be this way, and everyone else has it wrong. And so, not with any hate or animosity, you just have to be honest and say, look, you're not doing it right. I'm sorry, but we're going to have to part ways. And then, you know, what happens. Um, I, I just think it's, it's so funny when people get so upset if they get um, kicked out of the tent when they're not following the core tenets of the religion that they claim to be a part of. So if you're not a Satanist, why would you want to be in the organization? Can I tack on a quick addendum to this as well? I always find it especially funny when someone is kicked out who may have had a a sort of title and they refuse that they no longer have that title i earned this title and it is mine and i will not drop it you realize that title is only means anything in the organization that you are actively leaving so (laughs) well it it does mean one thing when they say i'm an ex-reverend so you know the 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 you know, organization that they're going to move to will go, oh, he was an ex-reverend of the Church of Satan. So that'll automatically give them little extra credentials in that org because they were ex-reverends or ex you know, ex-warlock. Yeah, it, yeah, the, the, yeah. It, I was going to say, that's a really good point because you run across that a lot when you're uh, hearing about, you know, this uh, this 
former Satanist who knows the inside secrets of the Church of Satan is now a reformed Christian or whatever. And that gives them extra, extra power because they've been to the dark side and they know the color of its pubes. Uh, <laughs> the secret handbook with them. <laughs> they, got, they know it. I think that's so funny. But it's true. You see it all over in the same way that you feel so good when you're recognized. I understand that you wouldn't want to throw that away. But if you really are disagreeing with the organization or the religion, what the fuck does that mean to you? Why are you so fervently gripping it with white knuckles? Like, just let it go, man. Yeah, and how many times when, when they're interviewed by so-and-so or, you know, they're talking with so-and-so, you know, well, I was a priest, you know, I was a reverend, and, and I was reverend so-and-so, and yeah, they, they, they can't let go of it. And, and I look at it, the fact that I am Magister Frost, yes. But if anybody looks at me and gives me credentials as magister frost that's fine i mean i can understand yes people you know gave me a title because i've accomplished this that whatever but you should judge me based on who i am mm -hmm. you're interacting with me not based on my title my my title technically should really mean nothing to you you know, my understanding of the philosophy should be nothing to you until you have talked with me, mm -hmm. until you have spent time with me. Then you can go, yeah, he's a great guy or, you know, no, he's an idiot. Well, um, I think you're one of those special cases who has contributed so much for so long um, to the communication of Satanism that you're one of the cases where people should be able to give you respect without having had a conversation and meeting you because your your works precede you and in cases like yours where people's works and actions precede them well then yeah you know if you appreciate it yeah awesome yeah and, and, yeah that's the foot in the door you know to to the initial yes i i have a, a long history of things i have done you know there's documented stuff freaking mm -hmm. every um you know you can look up decades worth of me yeah. And, and you, from those actions, you can get an understanding of who I am. So mm -hmm. yes, it, it does like a, you know, a, you know, like Dr. Levay. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you're going to automatically respect him based on what he's done, what you've read about him yeah. and things like that. Um, but, you know, it, it shouldn't necessarily, you know, come to the fact that, you know, it's going to be the end all end all just right. because of this stuff, just because he's the high priest. Yeah. No, it, it should be based upon your interactions or, or your feelings, you know, your your understanding that yeah, he gets it. I mean, mm -hmm. now granted, yeah, you know, wrote the book, but still. Um, so yeah, you know, the title gets you some inkling of recognition um, because you had to do something to get it. Mm -hmm. but from that point forward, it should be you as a person mm -hmm. showing. You know that you live the philosophy that's yeah. respect i want to continue gaining from the people i interact with mm -hmm. throughout the organization you know it, it's yeah i live the philosophy it is my life um you know there's no other way around it i was you know born this way yeah let me give a quick shout out um in the chat room uh Dwayne put up a really interesting question about people's application jokes uh, I'm going to say that thank you for that question or that suggestion. It's outside of the context of this conversation. I do think it's a great idea. So put together a show and, and you know, 
have people do that. I think that's great. I think it's a great idea. Um, but again, it's a little bit outside this conversation. Uh, so you're kicked out of the organization. You leave on your own terms because you didn't get the praise you expected or you realize you're just not a Satanist or you disagree fundamentally. Here's what I want to get into. You, you, you find out that the Church of Satan is not what you thought it was or you believe in your head that it's somehow changed. From an objective perspective, the tenets of this religion and the functions of the organization has never changed. Like, ever. It has all, and all you have to do is look at history. Look at written publications. It's never changed. So the only thing that can change is your perspective of it, your understanding of it. I wrote an essay about that. Has Satanism changed for you too? And when you realize that the organization or the religion never changes, then you have to accept that your perspective has changed. So like a couple of years ago, there was an individual who left in a, a huff who... Uh, their excuse was there were too many conservatives and the organization was celebrating and protecting conservative ideology. And so they could not be and support an organization that did that. So they left. Again, recently, another individual said the organization is supporting too many liberal ideologies and organizations. And I am so in opposition to that idea that I have to leave. Well, guess what? If two completely different people with two completely different philosophies in life and perspectives on uh, politics claim the exact opposite as the core reason why they left, I would say the Church of Satan's doing it pretty fucking right. Meaning, it's up to you, you dummy. It's not the organization that's taking the stance. It's you or it's individuals. And this is something I want to touch on really quick if we can. The difference between individuals in the organization, whether they're administration, active members, or regular members, and the difference between the organization itself. They are two separate things and they always have been. In the same way that the doctor had opinions and thoughts and beliefs that existed outside of the confines of the idea of the religion, so do our current administrators, so do our current representatives, so do the current members. And it's not upon the organization's shoulders to bear the burden of your political hurt fucking feelings. That's on you, man. Oh, yeah. It, Why it's, does no one get that? It's because in a lot of cases, they want, you know, they want to be right. That's mm -hmm. obvious. They want their way to be the satanic way. Um, you know, but they, they, they miss on the aspect that Yes, the man started this organization. You know, he wrote the core philosophy in a book. Mm -hmm. you know, and then he wrote a bunch of other books. The other books have satanic principles to them. They have, you know, parts of the philosophy in them. But they also have parts of his personal feelings in them. And mm -hmm. one of them, uh, which I believe it was in Satan Speaks, you know, Dr. LeVay had a pee fetish you know he enjoyed watching women pee themselves and you know is that a core part of the philosophy are we all supposed to do that well i mean he said it that that's his way right so if i don't enjoy watching women pee then i'm not a satanist or 
you know, what's going on? Or, you know, yeah. Yeah, they run into the fact that, you know, this is the way it's got to be. And yeah. there is no individuality in their brains. Mm-hmm. I, I personally have no political affiliations in any way. I'm not a conservative. I'm not a liberal. I'm not an independent. I, I'm me. I mean, literally, you know, governments in all cases I can't stand them. Mm-hmm. They're all, you know, all presidents are wrong to me. That's mm-hmm. my personal opinion. Has nothing to do with Satanism, yeah. nor will I ever say it did. If you are a conservative or you are a liberal or you're an independent or you're a, you know, dictator, whatever, mm-hmm. it your personal philosophy for political stuff. The organization has no political stance. Yeah. The organization has no sexual stance. You know, it, it's it's not. As an organization, we don't tell you one way is the right way. Mm-hmm. And just like with doctor, pea fetishing is not the right way. It's not the only way. It's it's your personal choice. It's what you enjoy yourself. But it does not have to do with Satanism in general. Oh, you know what I would love? I would love to find the person that's been forcing themselves to go through water sport play. <laughs> hating it just like but i'm a satanist so i have to like this right just crying just reeking of ammonia and just crying yeah it 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 brings on to the the other topic i wanted to touch on with the aspect of you know what would doctor do Ooh, let's talk some fanfic yeah that that's that's it's probably my biggest pet peeve in the world because 90% 90% of these people mm-hmm. have never met the man. And, you know, even the ones that have, have, you know, maybe only met him once or maybe only corresponded over, you know, handwritten letters once a month. I mean, snail mail was slow, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, but they honestly believe in their brain that he would be turning over in his grave right now, that he would not in any way approve of the way the organization is going or who is running it or, you know, the members in it because they think they know how he thinks. They think they know who he was Mm -hmm. and that's wrong. It's, you know, you look at, as you said, look at the history of the organization, look at the organization now. Mm It, it's still, running the same way yes we have different leadership we've had different leadership you know but that doesn't change the core of the organization Mm -hmm. you know the leadership may have their own personal views that were different from doctors and i hope they do because they weren't him Mm -hmm. but they don't try to steer the organization in a way that they see fit they keep going forward they even knew the man well better than anyone I know, minus, you know, Magister Barton. Um, so I would actually entrust to them that they know, they would know how to keep the organization running in its truer form mm-hmm. than some Joe Blow who has either never met the man or only met the guy a couple times at a restaurant, you mm-hmm. know. Because, you know, I've met the man. Yeah. I have corresponded with the man for uh, quite a while 
And I would never tell you that this is how doctor wanted it. I would never tell you that this is doctor would be upset about this mm-hmm. or whatever. If you don't know, he's not here. I have the greatest respect for that man in the world, but he is not here. I cannot guesstimate how he's going to feel about, you know, supporting, you know, peacocks right. and letting peacock rights. <laughs> You know, it, it, you can't make those claims. You you yeah. can make them because you want to. Right. Because in your brain, you think you know that man. You think you know how he's going just because you've read books he's mm-hmm. written. You know, I've read books Anne Rice has written, and, you know, she's a born-again Christian. But, you know, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and, you know, think that, you know, she's all vampire. I don't think she is anymore. No, she might have switched. (laughs) She's come to her senses. Because again, I've I've met her. Mm -hmm. I I have talked with her. But in no way am I going to state that she's a you know vampire worshiper or has a fetish for vampires. You know, just because she wrote a book about it, maybe it was just to make (laughs) money. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would like to extrapolate that a little bit if I can, because how would the individuals? who are writing their own fan fiction about LeVay and his current positions after he's been deceased, would like us to project our opinions of their own sensibilities onto them and say, look, this is the way that clown number one believes and thinks and acts. And this is the way that clown number two thinks, believes and acts. And clown number three and four and five and whatever. They would get pissed. So why is it then okay for them to project their sensibilities on someone who had a completely different life experience, completely different perspectives, completely different everything than they have, but they know better. So, you know, they read a story once, so it means it's okay. Look, this isn't Harry Potter. You don't get to write your favorite ending. Reality is what it is. Meet it on its terms and stop writing your shitty fan fiction because it sucks. Yeah, or or they heard, or they heard the story from another ex member who met Doctor, who says that he would have said this or that he said that. Right, the telephone you know, game because that's always accurate. Yeah, because yeah, that my friend said this, so that must be right. You know, I, okay, so you know, you know, so Joe Blow down the street, you know, told me that the world's going to end. Yeah. So should I believe that? You know, it it yeah it. There's a guy Everyone, on the street with a sign saying it for like the past 20 years. I'm not sure it's going to happen. <laughs> I know. Every, every month now. <laughs> it's coming. Okay, so that's another uh, reason why people leave. Yeah, we're only two in people. We, we're almost done here. We don't have a whole lot to go. There are some other ideas that we want to touch on that a lot of detractors uh, bring up. And so I want to, you know, we want to clarify those as well. But And so we'll go through this really quickly. We've talked about people realize they're not saying this. So they leave. Um, People uh, don't get the praise they get, or it's just not what they expected. So they leave. Uh, People disagree with the organization or the philosophy, or they're just outright ejected from the organization. Hence, they leave. Um, What about the protest leave? I didn't think this existed, but apparently it exists. You're a member of an organization that represents a philosophy and a religion that you see as a part of yourself but someone over here gets their feelings hurt and you out of protest leave the organization 
at what point did they fundamentally misunderstand the idea of individualism with the religion? And look, I'm not arguing with it. Get the fuck out. If that's your mentality, I don't want you here. It's not my choice, but I don't want you here. But to fucking do a protest stamp foot, shake your fist in the air and walk out? Come on. Come on. It never meant shit. You're a fucking weak bitch. Come on. Protest <laughs> fucking my ass. That's so dumb. Yeah, but apparently that's a thing. I don't know. What do you think about the protest leave? Well, it, it runs into the lines that, you know, we are an organization built up of many individual people. We all have different viewpoints and we all have different belief structures in things that aren't necessarily the core of Satanism. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, we're not all going to get along. That is life. I, <laughs> I haven't got along with a lot of people in the organization. Um, and you know what? I, I'm at least respectful and civil about it. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, you're going to get the people that they're, they're going to be, you know, I'm not getting along with you. You are completely against me and I'm going to make the biggest noises I possibly can. And I'm going to leave to make a statement. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to protest that this isn't going my way. Yeah. And, you know, and it's a lot of cases. It's, it's like, you know, uh, uh, protests in general. I mean, I understand the premise of a protest and, you know, the, the point of why people protest. Mm. I, I mean, if you look throughout history, there's very few instances where protests have actually done anything. Right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, there's some really good examples of them working. But equally, yes. <laughs> yeah. But equally, you can find some really bad examples. Yeah. You know, the ones that super glue themselves to the street and what I mean, you know, whatever. My God. Mm -hmm. um, but they, they they do it. It's for their own personal gain. I mean, it, it, no matter how you look at it, based on their belief structure of how Satanism was, they're not a Satanist. Yada yada yada. Mm -hmm. And this is how they were going to end it anyways. I mean, they, they needed to have the huff buff. Yeah, they needed a reason. They needed an audience. They need an audience. Yeah. They need the attention. And they're going to come out. And, and it, it's the same thing once you leave the organization. In most cases, you get kicked out, you leave, whatever. You don't have to say anything about it. Yeah. You don't have to. But these people, they go up and they, they get on air and, you know, they write their articles and they you know, even get into the news and whatever. <laughs> kicked out and oh my yeah. God, who is me? It just and reminds me of like, I'm sorry, it, it reminds me of like a big crowded room and someone's like, all right, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah. It's I'm really going to go this time and no one's paying any attention. And people are like whispering, who the fuck is that? I'm leaving. You know, you light the house on fire as you're going so you can see me. <laughs> You Guys, know, I'm leaving. Pay attention, please. Yeah, it goes back to the fact, you know, that, you know, the lesser magic isn't there. When I walk into a room, I own the room mm -hmm. because I want to, because I apply my principles and I use my lesser magic yeah. to get what I want from that room. And because but, there's this weird magical trick that every time you enter a room, Shaft starts playing, which is weird. I don't yeah, even I know. know how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> tape player in the back pocket i'm telling you it's a sony walkman 
shaft. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so the people that walk in and they've got nothing to offer, you know, the, you can't expect the people to just automatically run to you because you've entered the room. Mm -hmm. That That's not how life works. Yeah. And just as you, you know, you, we've gone through is, you know, it, it's not how life works. But damn it, if you're not going to get the attention you want, you're going to try and find a way to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's what these people do. Yeah. And. You know, it, it, we're going to go through it. I mean, we've gone through it throughout all of history of the organization, and we're going to go through it in the future. Mm -hmm. It's this life. People get under the tent flaps. It's any organization has that problem. Yeah. I mean, you know, doctor being, you know, as these people think, the god of the religion and, you know, can do no wrong and blah, blah, blah. He had people in the organization he had to kick out. Mm -hmm. So that means that he let someone into the tent. Yeah. But, you know, they didn't work out. They didn't understand the core of the philosophy. They had to be removed. And guess what? They went out in protest. It reminds me. Yeah. It reminds me of that scene in Ghostbusters where there's this fancy uh, restaurant with glass windows and everyone's eating their fancy dinner at night and Rick Moranis comes running up, slapping his hands on the windows. Let me in! Let me in! There's a monster here! And the monster comes and eats him and they all just look at him for a second and then go right back to eating. Right That's what we're doing with your yeah. fucking stomping and your shouting and your shake fisting and your, your stamping out. Alright. Alright. Bye. <laughs> if we give you that much. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, in a lot of cases, they don't even get that much. Yeah, it's true. I feel lucky. <laughs> I, I do want to talk about this really quick because we're almost out of time here, but I, I, there's a couple things that we have to talk about before we leave. Uh, one of them, a lot of people don't like the idea of a detractor. They feel like it's a derogatory name, which I don't understand. The definition of detractor is a person who disparages something or someone. That's it. You're detracting someone or something. So, if you leave an organization, and you're talking shit about the organization, or you're talking shit about the hierarchy, by definition, you're a detractor. Sorry. That's how it works. Like it or not, that's reality. That's what you are. Own it! Own it! Yeah. It's like if you're recognizing your, uh, who you are as in, in Lesser Magic. Are you the, 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 the rotund baking witch or are you the sexy seductive witch? Own your role, man. But see, that's where you're going to run into the fact that they can't own the role. They won't own the role because they don't understand Satanism. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that, that's the core philosophy. Right. We, as Satanists, we own our role. You know, we, we, we own it. But they won't because, and that's why they got kicked out. They didn't own anything. Yeah. Well, um, Lilith in the chat room brings up a very interesting idea, and this is one thing we wanted to talk about before we uh, s uh, stopped our stream here. And she says, by allowing our members to retail uh, Pride products, we were taking a political stance pro-LGBT, some insisted. And I want to talk about this a little bit, because there's a lot wrapped up in the idea that because... You as an organization who has zero say about what someone does in their personal business doesn't stop them from doing something, then somehow you're endorsing everything that they do. And I think that's absurd. But let's ignore the blatant, retarded aspect of that thought 
And let's just say, what if the administrators of the Church of Satan, and I'm not saying they do, I'm saying what if, they're pro-LGBTQ. Let's say they are. So what? Does that mean you have to be? No. no. Does that mean you have to take on every stance? We already talked about the pissing. No. Yeah. I mean, it's their it goes opinion. right back. <laughs> like, there are many people in and out of this organization that I fundamentally disagree with on a myriad of things. Does that make them not a Satanist? No. Does that make them someone I may not talk with? Yes. But there's differences. Just because, just because I exist, trust me, the administration does not support everything I do. Believe that. <laughs> do not think that. Because uh, they don't. Maybe some of them, maybe some things I say and do, but not all of them. And certainly with you as well. I'm sure there's aspects of your life that I don't, you, you know, may be I, happy about or not, but you're still a magister. You're still a, a member in good standing, and you still represent the religion in a very positive fucking way. I don't know. Yeah. Let's talk about the LGBTQ thing really quick if we can. I mean, it runs out of the fact that, look, you're wearing a white shirt. Hmm. Personally to me, I don't support wearing white shirts. So Wait a second. Do you hate left. white? <laughs> I mean, damn it. You're wearing white. This just oh. got real, people. <laughs> it got real now. I mean, oh my God, we're supposed to wear black. Fuck, damn I it. didn't get the memo. <laughs> uh, yeah, it. so, no, yeah, it runs down to that. It, it's, mm. yeah, Doctor supported a ton of things in his own personal things. I mean, look at the den of iniquity in itself. I yeah. mean, you know, he had mannequins that were in a rundown bar-based situation where women were just trashed and drunk on the floor, dirty, had pissed themselves. Um, you know, the environment was very, you know, um, you know, low-key, 1950s, you know. It, it was a different era. Mm -hmm. it, it was, you know, but that was what he enjoyed. That was his environment. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, so somebody else supports, you know, the, the gay movement or the, the pride movement, and that's their thing. Um, and it's it's what they may feel passionate about, and that's fine. And then, you know, this guy over here doesn't support it. You know, it's, it's not his thing. Maybe he's from a different era where that wasn't something that was widely accepted. So he was raised with different viewpoints. Yeah. And, you know, he doesn't see it as something that he wants. But you can take those, as Satanists, you can take those two people mm -hmm. and you can stick them in the same room. And even though they have the different viewpoints, as a Satanist, we understand the fact that if you believe the core philosophy, if you live your life as a Satanist, you may have other opinions and thoughts on certain things, but we can exist mm -hmm. and we can show respect to each other because of the core philosophy, because of being a Satanist. Yep. Um, you know, just because, you know, I'm not going to leave an organization. I'm not going to say that the organization is wrong just because the central administration or, you know, a priest or a magister supports the pride movement. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, they, they shouldn't because the way I look at it is, is, you know, I am a straight person and, you know, I have no problem with, you know, gay people and i have friends who are gay people and you know i 
Um, <laughs> I don't have any friends that are gay, just lovers. Yeah. <laughs> the movement itself is not necessarily the important part. Yeah. Um, but I also look at the movement in my own personal viewpoints, almost like, you know, Satanists. We, we are a movement, mm -hmm. are we not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we aren't the majority in the world. If, if we did not have the Church of Satan or an organization or something to tell the world what we're about and mm -hmm. to dispel the lies and things like that, would we not be beaten for walking down the street with a Baphomet? back yeah. like we used to be mm -hmm. um so it's the same with the pride movement that it you know in that aspect of it i i agree with it i support it yeah um but just because someone believes in something you know or some i thing about that's different than yours doesn't mean that that is representative of what satanism is right well, I think uh, Lilith again in the chat room puts it perfectly here. Uh, she says, Satanists don't have to actively support LGBTQ causes or political agendas, but it's pretty unsatanic to feel LGBTQ people don't deserve the right to express who they are. This is a fundamental principle of Satanism and always has been, and we all have to understand this. You identify and love the way that you want with other consenting adults, period. At no time does it say if you're a man and a woman. At no time does it say you have to keep what you were born with, ever. It just says, be the best version of you and love who you want, and that is satanic. So if you take issue outside of that, that's you. No one else cares. And here's the most important part. It's solipsistic to expect other people to care, and that's a fucking sin. And yes, it's tongue-in-cheek, but it's something that we should use as a guideline to help correct aberrant behavior. If you want to exist, this is why I am socially liberal. Because if I want to exist safely as a Satanist in public, I have to champion minority rights. Because guess what? I'm a fucking minority in that case. In every other yeah. case, I'm privileged white male, and it's pretty goddamn good. <laughs> but in that one where's, case... Where's your white claw? I got the white <laughs> shirt. <laughs> That's where I wear the white shirt. Yeah, and, yeah that runs down to it. Because we as Satanists, we are a minority. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't look at it in any other way. You know, the world is run by Christians and Catholics. I mean, that's life. If they had their way, oh, we would be in a whole different world. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so we are a minority. And yeah, there's other minorities that need or that are doing that are trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Well, one and, thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You can go. I was saying one thing that I've always noticed uh, about detractors is that they often say, show the evidence about how they were wrong. But they never present the evidence about why they were ousted. The decisions that led up to their decisions. They, at no point do they say, look, I got this letter, here's the letter, it says I did this, I didn't do that, it says I said this, I never said that. They never present that. They just said, hey, just ask for proof, ask for proof. 
well, why don't you present it? I mean, if you want to litigate this like a court of law, where's yes. the honesty in that? Show your shit. Drop your pants. Let's see what you got. I mean. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even in that, it's, you know, they, they can still provide all the proof they want or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes down to it, by the end of the day, they're kicked out. <laughs> and then that's all I need to know. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I trust that the central administration is going to make that good decision hmm. that whatever they did was worthy of having to remove them because they may make the organization look bad or they may show the organization moving in a direction that it's not moving in and that puts out misinformation mm -hmm. and that can cause all of us a world of problems yeah and that's you know, fundamentally I, why we're doing this show is to correct misinformation and explain the realities of joining yeah. and leaving an organization. So yeah, I that. mean, you know, it's with doctors, you know, stuff. It's look at the third, you know, the third story. You know, don't just take their side of it as fact. And mm -hmm. don't even just take our side of it necessarily as fact. Question. It's, yeah, question everything. You know, come up with your own conclusions based on the information you're provided. If they're not providing, you know, if you're watching, you know, something or you're listening to someone who's been kicked out of the organization and they're spewing their stuff and, you know, yeah, and you're sitting there questioning, well, okay, why haven't I seen this? Or why don't you have this proof? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, where is, you know, the truth in this claim? Or, you know, well, if you have to question it, then you either one need to ask them to provide you with that proof before coming to a conclusion, you know, or you just need to, you know, go to the other side get their story, you know, make up your own mind. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's the core of, of what I wanted to get to with this is that if, because someone else has an outcome of leaving the organization for whatever reason, you start looking down upon the organization because of that, you need to question why you're here. You need mm -hmm. to honestly ask yourself, why am I a part of this organization? Is it a fan club? Am I here for the fucking shoulders to rub? Or am I here because I want to say something about myself? And I think that's the most important thing. And I don't, I doubt administration would like me to say this, but in my personal opinion, if you're questioning it, get the fuck out, move on. Go be active and productive in your own life and stop bothering us with your fucking nitpicking and your questions and your fucking... Just move on. We are not here to satiate your curiosity, to placate your fucking ego. We are here for ourselves. You don't enter that fucking equation, so get the fuck out and move on. Now, the politically correct way of saying that would be come to terms within yourself and make your own decisions. Because like your mom said, you're very special and very smart. You're special. <laughs> We're all special. Fucking people. <sighs> yes. um, all right. So uh, is there anything else you wanted to cover before we, we close this chapter? <laughs> oh. We didn't talk about specific products or anything like that. Did you want to touch on that at all? No. Yeah. I mean, it's it, the, the, yeah, the whole aspect of what, you know, the, the situation of what, some people had said, right. and again, trying let's to say, say clown A. Yeah, clown A or clown B. I don't even remember which one it was. Um, <clears throat> the whole fact of 
you know, the, their representation that the Baphomet has to be one way. Mm. And, and again, it, it goes into everything that we've talked about. Right. It, it's, you know, their understanding of how something is supposed to be or their understanding of what, you know, Dr. Lillet said this one time. Mm. And, you know, that must mean the core of it, even though they don't have the context of that conversation. Mm. Um, or, you know, Joe Blow said that Anton said this and blah, blah, blah. You know, um, the... Throughout the entire history of the organization, the the core symbol that we all take pride in, and and I really want to touch on the aspect of pride, not for the movement's sake of it, but in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we as Satanists enjoy sinning, so pride is a very very wonderful thing for us. Yeah, um, the Baphomet we wear it. Why do why do we wear it? You know, it, it's does it give us power? Does it do anything oh. for us as a piece of metal? No. No. The, the the symbol, you get power from the symbol based upon what your energy puts into it, mm-hmm. how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. And, and that's pride. So I take pride in my Baphomet mm-hmm. because that's part of me. So just because, you know, someone states that when we modify the Baphomet, which isn't really modifying it. The the actual symbol itself has not changed. Mm-hmm. The, the goat is still the same. The stars are still there. The Hebrew is still there based upon, you know, the history of our organization. Yeah. Just because we've put a different color on it does not change the Baphomet. Right. But it does change how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I, I dislike about some people that, you know, it, it goes along the lines of you're wearing a white shirt and we should wear black, right? Because we're evil Satanists. So, no. I'm not a real Satanist. <laughs> I, I know. You're not a real. Just because you like the black and white one that, that's you know, was all of the TV shows. You know, if I go to a white one, I'm not a real Satanist. Right. You know. Clearly. It, 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 <laughs> Clearly, so yeah. No, I, if I'm wearing a Christian cross. Yeah, that that there, there's no Baphomet there. Yes, mm-hmm. I understand that, but it, it it's what we get out of the symbol. Yeah, it, it it's how it makes us feel, and so, and a lot of the detractors go with that. It, it's right. you know if you're not doing it, Anton's way, you know, but yet then they don't understand that you know he was the one that changed the colors in the first place and yeah. used the for this and that. And there's no proof. I wanted to I wanted to touch on that for a second because this is a road that I've been on already, and I want to give this story because I think it's it's important that people understand the realities behind um, my perspective when I give a perspective. Um, when I, I I was sitting in my living room with Ice Satanist, and they were talking about their sigil of Baphomet that was uh, the circle LGBTQ colors in the field, the the background of the sigil of Baphomet. And I was looking at it going, what's that? The Looney Tunes logo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's all, folks. Um, So I saw that and I was like, you know what? I don't like that. I don't like adding on to the sigil of Baphomet. My sigil of Baphomet that I love is always black field. And 
I say this agreed with me. They're like, yeah, maybe I should stop selling this. I'm like, no, do what you want to do. I don't care, but I'm telling you, this is my opinion. I don't appreciate it. I don't like it. If you're talking brand value, this is how I feel. And I wrote a whole fucking essay on it and I sent it into administration asking for their thoughts because I wanted to publish it. And what I got back was not what I expected. And it corrected my opinions based on the reality of the history of the sigil of Baphomet and its medallion usage. I was corrected. That Does that mean that I still prefer black over any other colors? Yeah. But you know what? For fashion sense, sometimes I'll use blue. Sometimes I'll use red. And it depends on what I'm wearing, and it doesn't change the meaning of the sigil of Baphomet. It's just personal fucking preference. Exactly. My opinion that the Looney Tunes logo but or the Looney Tunes like hole behind the sigil of Baphomet does not change the meaning that it was intended. Perhaps it does not change whether it should or should not exist. And it does not change whether the administration uh, supports that in business or not. It just means that it exists. I have to accept that it exists. The sigil of Baphomet has a very colored history, literally. And it's just something we have to accept and move on and choose what you like and discard what you don't like. That's the core of Satanism. Good and it bad. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that, that, that was the whole point to making this. Yeah. Was it, it's what somebody enjoys. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it's still the Baphomet. It's just in a way that they enjoy it. Yeah. And it gives them more pride and more power in the Baphomet. You know, just the same way with me wearing white with black. I think it looks great. Yep. The contrast is beautiful. And it makes me feel better. Mm -hmm. Just like with you, black would make you feel better. Yeah. With that white shirt. Not black face, <laughs> though. I want to make sure everyone understands. No. But your black bathroom with a white shirt would yeah. look great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, throughout history, have we not been fashionable peoples? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, look at Doctor. Yeah. He wore yes. fedoras and ties and, you know, had lapel pins and, you know, it, you know. <laughs> Having a sense of personal aesthetics is mandatory. It is. It's, that's what we are. Mm -hmm. We are an aesthetic group. We enjoy aesthetics. We enjoy environment. And your environment is also the clothes you wear, the jewelry you yeah. wear. Yeah. You know, and so if it's in a different color and it makes it look better on your outfit, you're going to feel more confident. You're going to feel better about yourself. Yeah. And that's what the point of it is. Yeah. It's not that the Baphomet was modified because it's not. It's still the same thing. Yeah. Ironically, everyone using a sigil of Baphomet that's not uh, endorsed or the official trademarked sigil of Baphomet from the Church of Satan is using a modified Sigil of Baphomet. So if you want to talk about what's real Sigil of Baphomet versus not real, well, look at the fucking trademark symbol. That's the real satanic Sigil of Baphomet. Everyone else has modified it. Yeah, and it runs down to is, it, it, and it's not even the, you know, the, the Bessie version was like the first version, let's, pretty you cool. know. I mean, to be fair. Pretty but cool. the version we have is our organization's version. Mm -hmm. It's trademarked. It, you know, this is our symbol for our organization. The only it, one directly associated with Satanism. Yeah, with Satanism as defined. Yeah. This is our symbol. 
you know, the upside down cross was, you know, used that, you know, the doctor brought in the brimstone. Yeah. You know, it was. And if you look at the actual history of the brimstone, it was never actually used in Satanism no. until the Satanic Bible. Yeah. He brought that into Satanism yeah. as a symbol. And we all wear it now. And people who aren't even with the organization wear it. Yeah. You know, because it's evil. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 people wear stuff because they think it's evil. It, it's like when you, you get the, the Baphomet with the, the Ghibli Gook Hebrew around it that actually smells nothing. Yeah. And it's yeah. the cover of a band. Yeah. And now it's on everything because everybody thinks it smells Lucifer or something. But <laughs> you know what? The funny thing is, is that they don't do the research. They don't do the history. They don't even care. Mm. But when you bring it out to them, they're all like offended that their symbol has gobbledygook. It's like it, everyone wanted Chinese uh, symbols in the 80s as tattoos. Yeah. And like X percentage don't even say what they think it says. <laughs> it does, yeah. It's called at least do the research people. <laughs> That's awesome. But, you know. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's like with them that, you know, the Baphomet should be black and white and that's the way it should be because that's the our organization. And that's wrong yeah. because you didn't do the research. Mm -hmm. You didn't look into the history of our organization. Now, granted, you know, most of the pictures from back then were black and white and you couldn't tell that it was a different color. Yep. But it, it, if you did the research, you'd understand that, you know, our degree system back then was all different colors. Mm -hmm. You know, they were even not even Baphomets. You know, they were, you know, <laughs> just lightning bolts and squares and trapezoids yeah. and, you know, it. I think people that think that way actually think life was black and white back in the day. Yes. <laughs> like, exactly. But that's what the photo shows. They yeah, didn't have color until color TVs exactly. came out. Then the universe <laughs> turned into color. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the Adams family, you thought that, you know, the yeah. room was really looking, yes. but in color it was yes. pink. Totally. <laughs> just because it looked better in black and white they painted awesome. the whole thing pink awesome. that was so gone um all right is there anything else you wanted to touch on uh no i think yeah in this instance i mean unfortunately we can go on for god mm -hmm. hours, yeah. hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and i'm sure all of you people are probably asleep by now <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah uh I would like to thank you for joining me on this conversation. And I, I think it was a lively conversation that I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, we clarified some misinformation. We explained, I think, reasonably, I would like to think, the different reasons why people join, exist in, and exit from the organization, the Church of Satan. And whether people are Satanists or not is up to them and their actions. It's not up to anyone else. If you're a detractor, it's simply because you're talking shit. You don't want to be called a detractor? Stop talking shit. It's that simple. And for everyone else, understand people are going to come into the organization and people are going to leave the organization. Does it mean anything to you? Shouldn't. You're still a Satanist, right? And if you're not, see ya. We're going to be here living our lives, being the best versions of us. And if we can't be the best versions of us, we're going to continue trying to. And whatever you do in your life, doesn't matter at all to us. So have fun. Have fun with yourself. Do whatever you got to do. Just focus on you. Because you know what? That's what the religion is fucking about. That's it. So I would like to give a shout out to the uh, administration. Thank you so much for correcting me when I'm wrong. For giving me advice when I need it. And for doing the 
best damn job I could imagine anyone doing with this organization and the complexities that come with administering this specific organization. You guys are badass, and I truly appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, they do not get the 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 respect and the yeah. the admiration that they should because most people don't really see what they do. Yeah, um, just you know, I you know, I wish we could open it up and show you all the crap that they have to go through and and you know the decisions they have to make and the fact that you know a lot of people are going to say yeah that's not running the way that doctor wanted it to run and blah 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 but in reality it is, they're doing it they're they're running it they're making it into the next century as it's supposed to be yeah so they deserve a lot of praise um on that subject can you let people know where you're going to be where they can find you online so they can give you you a little praise give me a little praise yeah <laughs> Because you got Satan me, you've got Satan, you got all sorts of stuff. I got all sorts of stuff, but everyone who knows knows, knows me, yes. Satan me, Satan that, whatever, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, that part of it is not important. It, it, you can find a Magister Frost on Facebook. Oh, yeah, Magister Frost on Facebook. There you that's, go. That's important. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, the whole point is, is is everyone who's watching this should know how to contact me. Yeah. And if you've got questions, if you've got problems, whatever, you can contact me. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not an untouchable person. I'm not a person that you should be afraid to contact. Um, so, yeah, if you got questions about, you know, a detractor and you need, you know, clarification or whatever, you can contact me. I'm going to give you, you know, the honest opinion. I'm going to give you the straight talk. Yeah. Well... Good for you, cause don't contact me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear from you. I don't. I would. You know, I wrote a magazine called "The Public Satanist" for a reason, and I personally put myself out there. Yeah. It's my. But yes, don't contact him. <laughs> getting a hold of this man is hard, cause he goes out in the mountains, and shit, you got helicopters to find his ass. Smoke signals. I'll respond to that. Uh, hey, don't I'll burn down your house, people. Uh, I'm going to pick your ass up from the top of one of those mountains. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, and as always, hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs>